Welcome back to The Truth with Just Nile once again here today. Ben will not be joining us, sadly, but I'm here. I'm ready to bring you guys another episode of 32 Teams in 32 Days. We are at episode number 12, and today we're going to be talking about the Carolina Panthers. If you've missed the previous uh, episodes, please feel free to go check them out. We got the NFC North, AFC North, and then uh, NFC South, which we're doing right now. Tomorrow's uh, we're going to be starting the AFC South with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, but without further ado, I think we can kind of hop into it. I'll kind of briefly go briefly go over what uh, we do, or at least what I do, on uh, these podcasts uh, for 32 teams in 32 days. So I start out with three key players. Uh, I feel I have my first or our first trivia question and break. Then we'll move on to draft picks and free agents. Then we'll go to the second trivia question and break. And finally, keys to success and predictions. So now without further ado, let's hop right into it. We have the Carolina Panthers here today. And my first key player I have is Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, arguably the best running back in the league last year. He honestly could have been one of the best players in the NFL. Um, obviously, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you know, were ahead of him in the MVP race. But you know, McCaffrey had an insane year last year. It was the first time in a while, I believe, that he there was a thousand yard rusher and receiver. Christian McCaffrey last year had two hundred and eighty seven carries and one hundred and sixteen receptions. He had thirteen hundred rushing yards and a thousand passing yards, uh, with a total of nineteen touchdowns. That's absolutely insane. I was lucky enough to have him in two of my three fantasy leagues last year. So that really helped out. Um, but overall in his career, you know, the running back out of Stanford is entering his fourth year. He's had a great career thus far. You know, 2018, a little uh, lower than stat-wise than the uh, last year. But, you know, I kind of like seeing how it's, it started kind of, you know, at the baseline. And it's gradually gotten better year after year. I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. I think he's going to be the best running back in the league once again. Um, even potentially better than he did last year. I could even see him being in the MVP race. Now, I know running backs don't really win MVP, but I think he's going to have that much of a insane year. I could see him getting another 1,000 uh, receiving yards. I think he'll get over 1,500 rushing yards and even 300 carries. So I think the Panthers are going to really look at him this year. You know, um, they also have, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, which I'll get to next or after my other player. But I think they're going to really try to establish the run game. I think, you know, last year, obviously, it worked out for them. You know, McCaffrey averaged 4.8 uh, uh, rushes per carry. So I like Christian McCaffrey this year. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Moving along to our next player I have is Brian Burns, uh, linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. Brian Burns um, entering his second year, I believe. Now, the reason I put Brian Burns here. I think, you know, his previous years um, hasn't really done well at all. Or not necessarily hasn't done well at all. I think he's just flown way under the radar. I think this year he's going to be one of the leaders on that defensive side. And I think, you know, the Panthers are going to look to him to make big plays. We all know he's great at the run defense. And I've read some reports that he's gotten better, you know, at training camp with pass defense. So I think that little one-two combination, he's going to end up being you know, pretty good linebacker and one of the best players on that defensive side for the Carolina Panthers. Again, um, I think, you know, sky's the limit for him. He's still got a young, uh, big career ahead of him. 
So Brian Burns, my second key player. And finally, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, we all know, uh, was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings out of Louisville. He, you know, was the quarterback and then tore his ACL or something in his knee in 2016. Missed the whole year. I believe missed almost all of 2017. I don't think he played. Um, he may have played like one game at the end. Actually, I do remember that because he threw an interception. But uh, the last two years, you know, he played with the New Orleans Saints. The first year he was with the Saints, you know, he really didn't play. I think he played in the final game of the year. But last year, you know, he played a little bit with Drew Brees and the finger injury. He actually did pretty well. You know, his rating was just at about 100. He only had two interceptions and nine touchdowns to go along with 1,300 yards. I think he did everything you ask in a quarterback, uh, like a backup quarterback. And now that he's on the Carolina Panthers, you know, they trust him. I think he's going to fit well with that Panthers offense. Um, I think Matt Rooley really liked Teddy Bridgewater and went out to get him. You know, Teddy Bridgewater – um, I think may have been, you know, a little less effective than he was post-injury. But nonetheless, he's still a good quarterback in the NFL. You know, I think he obviously won the starting job after Cam Newton's gone. thing I like about Teddy Bridgewater is he's got tremendous arm strength, can also move um, and, you know, run the ball a little bit. So I could see them doing a little read options here with Christian McCaffrey, kind of like they would with Cam Newton. You know, that's kind of what Carolina does. But I think Teddy Bridgewater uh, is going to, have a good year, and I think it was good by the Panthers to go out and get him. That's going to lead us to our first break and trivia question here of the episode. The question is, what is the Carolina Panthers stadium name? What is the Carolina Panthers stadium name? The answer, when we come back here on The Truth. Welcome back to the... Oh my gosh. Welcome back to The Truth. Before the break, I asked the question, what is the Carolina Panthers stadium name? If you guess Bank of America, you are correct. Moving along here in the podcast, you know, we just went over key players. Now we're going to go over two draft picks as well as free agents signings by the Carolina Panthers this year. So uh, draft pick wise, you know, Carolina Panthers this year drafted all defensive players. You know, I think it's the first time they've done that in a while. Um, I, I don't think of the last, remember the last time I did that, seen that. But nonetheless, you know, you got two great defensive linemen. The first one, uh, Derek Brown, Auburn, you know, defensive tackle. He was my number one defensive tackle in the draft. I think he was the number one defensive tra- tackle on a lot of people's draft boards. I love this Derek Brown. I always, I always say when I say like, I love this Derek Brown, I always want to say I love this Derek Brown card for some reason. I have no idea why. Still love Derek Brown. You know, like I said, I put him as my number one defensive tackle. I think he's, uh, if a team was going to go out and get him, I definitely would see it being the Carolina Panthers. You know, I think, I actually was a little bit surprised. I was expecting them to get Isaiah Simmons, but I think the Cardinals ended up, yeah, Cardinals ended up getting him. Um, that's what I originally had uh, the Carolina Panthers picking. But Derek Brown's still great, great choice. I think their defensive line was definitely lacking. So, well, defense in general for that matter, which hence the reason why all seven draft picks were defensive players. But Derek Brown, um, tremendous talent out of Auburn. You know, his size is there. He's quick. He can get off that defensive line and get into the backfield, uh, stop big plays, and stop plays from even happening. So really like Derek Brown out of Auburn. Their second-round pick, Yertir Gross Matos. I don't know how to say his name. Defensive end out of Penn State. I was really hoping the Vikings would go out and get him. I had him at like number two or three, I think, defensive end. This guy is insane. 
if you watch his like um, combine as well as you know stat at time at uh, Penn State, one of the best defensive linemen I think I've seen in a while. I think it was really smart by the Carolina Panthers to go out and get him. I think he's gonna have a great NFL career. Similarly to Brown, he's got the size I think um, for or well I know he's got the size and athleticism, but what I'm trying to say here is I think you know he's got everything you need for this day and age of football. You haven't seen the podcast yet, but we made a sleepers bust and rookies one. We talked about how the league is evolving from more, like especially the quarterback standpoint, a more of a pocket presence quarterback. You know, not really scrambling time ago with you know Brady, Breeze, Rivers, to now more of a running kind of style, such as Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. So, not necessarily just the quarterbacks, but other positions are starting to really focus on speed. Now, speed's in really important category. Don't get me wrong. But it's just kind of evolving. And so having a guy like Uter or Yater, Utur, I think is great. You know, he's gonna be quick off the defensive line. He's gonna get to the backfield, especially if he matches up against a tackle. So like I said, I wish the Vikings went on to get him, but we ended up didn't. Good decision there by the Carolina Panthers to go out and get him. Now moving on to free agents. The first big one, you know, I obviously had Teddy Bridger on here, but I'm not gonna talk about him twice. So I ended up going with Robbie Anderson, the longtime Jet. Um, well, I shouldn't say a long time. He's been in the league for four years, entering his fifth year. But, you know, played for the Jets. I really liked uh, them going out and get another wide receiver. I think he's going to add to the wide receiver depth that they have. I really liked Robbie Anderson. The, the main issue I had with him was not necessarily him, but the team he was on. I feel like his talent is through the roof. Uh, he's still relatively young, but he didn't really have a good quarterback that would throw to him. Now having Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater I think is going to look to him a lot. You know, last year he only had 779 yards, which is actually not that bad. It's actually pretty good. Um, only had five touchdowns. I think that number is going to go up. I think this could be the year, you know, he gets his first with 1,000-yard receptions. He also could get uh, probably nine, ten touchdowns. So I'm excited to see what the Panthers end up doing with Robbie Anderson. I wouldn't also be surprised to see if uh, they end up putting him in kind of like quick uh, jet sweeps. You know, they already have receivers for that. But I'm saying, you know, I think they're going to really mix them in well. I think uh, North Turner is going to really, you know, make this guy show who he really is. You know, obviously there's still a lot of talent left in him. I'm excited to see what the Panthers are going to do with Robbie Anderson. My second one, Tyre Whitehead, you know, played for the Oakland Raiders last year, an all right year. You know, outside linebacker, another linebacker that I think is really big for them. You know, I talked about Brian Burns. I think adding Tahir Whitehead is just even bolstering their defense even more. I think their defense is way better than last year. Their defense wasn't good at all. Now you're adding players like Tahir Whitehead, Derek Brown, Yatir Gross Matos. I mean, these guys are these guys are animals. You know, these guys are really good. I think they're gonna put, you know, a good amount of their picks in the lineup to start the year. And I'm excited to see what their defense looks like. We already know their offense is all right. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to be this year with Teddy Bridgewater and not Cam Newton or Kyle Allen as the starting quarterback. But I think, you know, this is actually a well-rounded team. You know, I'm excited to see what the Panthers can do. We'll see if this ended up working out. You know, like I said, I haven't seen a seven all the, the, all the draft picks on one side of the football in a while. But I think it'll work well with the Panthers. You know, Matt Rooley, new head coach different style than you know obviously his predecessors but we'll see that's going to leave us to our second and final trivia question of the episode who is the all-time rusher for the carolina panthers 
Who is the all-time rusher for the Carolina Panthers? The answer, when we come back, here on The Truth. Welcome back to The Truth. Before the break, I asked the question, who is the all-time rusher for the Carolina Panthers? The correct answer is Jonathan Stewart with 1,699 attempts, 7,318 yards to go along with 51 touchdowns. So all-time leading rusher for the Panthers, Jonathan Stewart. You know, big Jonathan Stewart. Moving on to the final two parts of the episode, we got the keys to success as well as my predictions. I forgot to write the predictions down, so I'm going to go over them quick. I know them off the top of my head. I have them finishing 6-10 and and 4th into the division. Um, You know, I know that they have a lot of weapons this year, which I'll get to a little more in the keys to success. But it's the Carolina Panthers. I still think they're going to struggle a little bit. I don't think they really necessarily found their gel, especially since it's Matt Ruley's first year in the NFL. Um, especially with this team. It takes a while to get adjusted to, so those are my predictions for them. Keys to success, I put McCaffrey be the best in the league again. Obviously, he's the leader of that team. If he does well, the team has a better chance of doing well. If he doesn't do well, I feel like they have no chance whatsoever. It can't just be McCaffrey, though. You know, you got to make sure your offensive line's clicking. You know, you got to make sure your offensive line getting the holes. Teddy Bridgewater doing his thing. The defense doing his thing. It all circles around Christian McCaffrey, though. So if Christian McCaffrey's the best in the league again, I think it will actually give them more of a chance. But once again, they're in a really tough division. My second key to success is don't regret the Cam Newton choice. I briefly talked about this in the other podcast you guys haven't seen yet. But Cam Newton, I think the Panthers getting rid of him was a dumb decision. Not necessarily a dumb decision. I think Cam Newton's going to go off this year at the Patriots. I think, you know, you you th- you know a lot of people are saying that, you know, why did the Panthers get rid of him? It's also you have to think of fit-wise. You know, he probably didn't fit well with the Panthers anymore. You know, with the new coach in Belichick, I think is really smart for Cam Newton. I think it was incredibly smart to go over there. Belichick is probably one of the best coaches of all time. I think a lot of the success from Tom Brady came from Bill Belichick. And I think, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't get the credit he deserves. You'll definitely see if if Bill Belichick can actually turn Cam Newton into an insane quarterback, I think that, you know, it will show. Because Cam Newton, I think, still has a ton of talent. He's a former MVP. He led the Panthers to a Super Bowl. But I I don't I think it was smart of them to get rid of him just by the fact that I don't think he necessarily fit well with the Panthers anymore. But I think he's going to fit well with the Patriots and have a great year. But the main thing is just don't regret the Cam Newton choice. Trust that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be your quarterback. Make sure it was the right decision. My final key to success is use all seven defensive draft picks efficiently. We mentioned that, I've mentioned the previous three podcasts, the NFC South is not known for their defense whatsoever. There's always these high-scoring games. One of these teams has got to realize that if they can stop them defensively, they have a great chance to win the South. Now, use all seven draft picks to effectively effectively my gosh obviously offense i think's there you know you added uh robbie anderson you have mccaffrey um teddy bridgewater quarterback make sure the defensive picks that you drafted can fill in the lineups you know do what they need to do defensively make sure they're the right picks i think their first two picks were phenomenal and the other five picks for that matter were good as well so we'll see what they end up doing another very interesting team a very interesting division in the nfc south I hope you guys did enjoy the podcast. If you guys did, feel free feel free to drop a follow, um, share, watch other podcasts, do your thing. You know, give me suggestions. And I'm trying to get Ben back. You know, he's very busy.
But thank you guys once again for watching. I hope you guys stay safe and healthy. And I will talk to you guys in the next uh, episode here on The Truth. Once again, thank you and have a good rest of your night or day whenever you're watching this.